Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism, episode 20. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Haley, and we have a really exciting episode planned today. But first, we want to recognize that it's episode 20 already. Episode 20! <laughs> that's so exciting. That's so exciting. I feel like that's a it lot. Feels, yeah, it feels like a lot, but at the same time, like, it flew by so mm-hmm. fast. I feel like we should be at like 40 or something, but this is crazy. I know. I feel like we were just getting into like the beginning of it, you know, like Mm -hmm. we've kind of gotten established now and we can only go up from here. So it's pretty exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're so excited. Well, today's episode is super exciting. We are still obsessed with Tokyo 2020. And so today we're going to be talking all things Olympics from Mm -hmm. Um, history of the Olympics to Tokyo 2020 and beyond. So we're super excited. Anything you want to say about the week? I feel like it flew by as well. <laughs> um, Let's see. Last weekend I was in Florida at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, So I got back on Sunday and was just kind of recovering because... Yeah, you had a quick trip. You left Thursday, right? And came back Sunday. Yeah, it was quick, but it felt long. Um, So yeah, it was nice. Uh, I just spent like the beginning of the week working and then this, the end of this week, like just hanging out with friends. I did like a really intense hike yesterday, so my butt is really sore, but I'm actually not as sore as I thought it would be. It's literally just like one specific muscle in my butt, like on the side, so... (laughs) If you're from Colorado or you've been here, you've definitely heard of the incline, which is what you did on Friday. Mm -hmm. It's no joke. (laughs) I've done it twice and you've done it three times. Yeah. It's insane. So if you're ever in Colorado, check it out. Yeah. It's basically just like this straight up hike. It's steps, like railroad Mm -hmm. type steps, and you gain a thousand feet of elevation in a mile. And it's really intense. Like there's like a false summit. So when you're looking at it, you think that's the top, but then when you actually get there, you still have like, um, like 800 steps or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Like literally people come from all over the country to see it. It's crazy. But the town itself is really cute. Um, Manitou Springs, they have all sorts of little local shops and food. It's really fun. Yeah. And they also have these natural springs. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's like seven around the little town, I think. And you like cup your hands under and drink the water and it's supposed to have healing properties. Yeah. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. So that was a very cool thing that you did. (laughs) Yeah. How was your week? It was good. So this was my last week of working full time because school is starting for me in a couple of weeks. And so I wanted to take next week to prepare. I have one class that's going right now, um, but it ends Sunday before school starts. So it's only two weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. But of course, as I was like getting ready and trying to rearrange all my patients, it just didn't work out that way. So I'm going to be working pretty much every day next week, but that's okay. It'll be a lighter load. And some of it is passing off patients to another CNA. So it's important to make sure like they know where everything is and are familiar with the patient and the family. So it'll be okay. But I was very much looking forward to that and then (laughs) kind of all crumbled down, but school is starting for me. So that'll be a big change. Were you taking classes in 
this spring you were taking classes this year right I took two and they were both okay. online so that's why it feels so weird to go back yeah I'm taking a full semester and um all of my classes are online I think a couple are in person but it's still like even the online ones like there's a zoom meeting as far as yeah. I know so yeah I was trying to think I was like I'm pretty sure she took classes, but not full-time. So Mm-mm. that'll be an interesting adjustment, but that'll be good. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. It'll be something new. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so fun. Well, yeah. that's nice. I'm not jealous because I am taking a semester off, so. Well, you took summer nice. classes too. Yeah. yeah, I haven't taken a break semester since I started college, so I'm very excited. Exactly. Yeah, that's true, actually. I didn't think about that. I've been very traditional and just fall spring. <laughs> well, also though, like my school, we had like the weird semesters. We had four semesters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was different. But anyways, so that's awesome. Well, you'll have to let everyone know how your first week of classes goes next week. And I will definitely. Yeah, let's jump into the feminist highlight. Yeah. So today, like I mentioned, in honor of the Olympics, we are going to highlight Allison Felix. She's part of Team USA, so most of you guys should be familiar with her. She is the most decorated U.S. track and field athlete. So she has 11 medals total, seven gold, three silver, and one bronze. Wow. I know. Can you imagine the weight of her neck? That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But in addition to that, she's a mom to the cutest little girl. Her name's Cameron. And her baby is everything. Like, she loves being a mom. I follow her on Instagram. So all of this information I got from there. (laughs) Um, And she, during her pregnancy, she had preeclampsia. And I didn't Mm -hmm. know that. It's very scary. Um, Obviously, she made it through, though. Um, And in addition to being an athlete, she founded her business called Sage. And it's spelled S-A-Y-S-H. And it's a lifestyle brand. Nice. Yeah. So Allison Felix, she's awesome, very inspirational. She's accomplished a lot, and I'm proud that she's part of Team USA. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to post when we post for the feminist highlight this week. We'll have to post um, her and her baby because I want to oh, see her. She's baby. so cute. Okay. So cute. Definitely. Well, um, that's awesome. We're gonna dive into more about the Olympics. Don't give me that look. I know you're gonna. <laughs> Every time you say dive in, (laughs) we're going to get into more about the Olympics and we're going to start off with um, some history about the Olympics. And then we're focusing on like women in the Olympics and different um, little facts Mm -hmm. with women in the Olympics, female athletes. Um, So first off, um, when we were researching this, I was thinking We all have learned in school that the Olympics dates back to, like, ancient Greece. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, is there actually – do we actually know when the first Olympics was? But they make a distinction of, like, ancient Olympics and modern-day Olympics. So the first modern-day Olympic Games were in the summer of 1896. Wow. Which is crazy. That's That's really – That was a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago, and that was, like, wait, 1896, 1996? It's, like, over 100 years ago. Um, You didn't want to do the rest of the math. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking, I was like, wait, that was probably easy. I could have done the rest, but, yeah. 
Um, so the first Olympic Games, because they're every four years, you know. So the first ones were 1896, and then the second ones were 1900. Um, the first Olympic Games, there was no female athletes. Um, not surprising. Yeah, not surprising, especially for the time. The second, I'm actually surprised that women were allowed to compete the second Me games. Me too. Because the second games were in Paris in 1900, and I wish I was surprised that it was that soon. Yeah. But, so, yeah, modern Olympics, the second games were in Paris in 1900, and there was a total of 997 athletes, and 22 of them were women. And the women competed, they could only compete in these five sports, so you they had an option between tennis, sailing, croquet, equestrianism, and golf. And some of these sports, actually, um, tennis and... I think croquet were the only two that were um, only female. Oh, interesting. Like there was like male only like sections, but Mm -hmm. in all the other sports like sailing, which we'll talk about in a second. um, But it was like you competed in a team. So women could be on the team with the men. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would love to see croquet as a sport right now. I know. (laughs) So cool. Crazy. Because that's a big sport, or I, I don't know if it's a sport or, like, a leisurely activity, but isn't that a big thing in, like, British <laughs> culture? When I think of croquet, I think of very rich people living yeah. in the Hamptons. <laughs> oh, but I, I, British I don't know. I, I think that's just kind of a stereotype, but... It's a it's really fun. I remember we used to play all the time as a family. Like on Sundays we'd set up the backyard. Yeah. Yeah, because we got that yeah, we did. set. Yeah, so that was a sport that women could compete in. Um and so going back to the sailing thing, how women could compete in a team, the first female Olympic champion, her name is Helen De Portales. And there's a bunch of accents in her name, so I know that I'm not saying it with as much flair as it needs to have. <laughs> but um, Helen de Portales, she was the first, um, she was in the Paris Games of 1900, which was the first Olympic Games that had female athletes. Um, and she was a crew member. She was 32 years old. She was a crew member with her husband and her husband's nephew. So it was the three of them on a sailing team, and they won. Um, they meddled. So wow. she was the first Olympic champion, which is really cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then in the same games, um, Charlotte Cooper, she was a British tennis player, and she was the first woman to win an Olympic gold medal in an individual event. Mm. So Helen, she was the first female to win it, like, in general. But then Charlotte was the first person, first woman to win a gold in an individual event and those were both in paris in 1900 which is really cool like already the first games that they're allowed to compete in they're just really going for it so that's cool that is cool wow Mm -hmm. i would love i like i am so interested in this i would love to find a book or something with like a comprehensive history of the Olympics back then, and even, like, ancient mm-hmm. Olympics. That's really cool. I know, because I'm sure in ancient Olympics, they – it's not like they had, like, big infrastructures like right. we have today. 
I mean, they did have stuff like that back then, but it just wasn't as modern, obviously. And so I'm sure that they kind of had some like makeshift type sports. So that would be interesting. The swimming to learn. will be in the pond behind <laughs> behind the yeah. office. <laughs> yeah, like I wonder. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um another little fact, the only exclusively female sports, which are not surprising. Um, but the only sports that are exclusively female in the 2020 Olympics, and because that's the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Um, it is softball, rhythmic gymnastics, and artistic swimming. Well, softball is female anyway, but rhythmic right. gymnastics and artistic swimming. Not surprised. It would be cool to see some men do that. I think so. Rhythmic gymnastics is like dan- the dancing, mm-hmm. tumbling on the floor, right? Okay, I'll be honest. When I was flipping through what events to watch, I came across rhythmic gymnastics and I watched 30 seconds of a routine. It was very cool. Obviously, they're incredible athletes. Not my thing, but it was very cool. Really? They had balls, and um, I believe it was five of them, and they had this whole routine planned out to the music, and they had balls. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, oh, then I don't think I've ever seen rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, I don't think there's many – like, there's that many events in it. You know, like swimming, how there's, like, so many track and field. Yeah. I don't think there's that many. Mm, okay but yeah it was cool that is cool yeah and then so the exclusively female sports softball rhythmic gymnastics and then artistic swimming which is also known as synchronized swimming I wonder I mean I I doubt it's like only girls can do this I bet there's just not a lot of men that are interested in that or have pursued that but Mm. I guarantee if there were men that thought hey I should do rhythmic gymnastics like they would definitely add that as an event yeah if they had enough people to compete I'm sure they would that's cool yeah um well do you want to share some of the other facts from more of like the modern yeah so for Tokyo 2020 so I went to the Olympics page itself and they had all the stats and everything this is where I got pretty much all the information um but so USA took first in total medal counts and so we had 113 medals total and it breaks it down into 39 gold 41 silver and 33 bronze so um america edged out china for gold medals by one china had 38 and (sighs) usa had 39 but still really cool Um, And then the women of Team USA won 66 medals out of the total 113 that they won total. So that comes down to 58.4% that the women won. And it's just a cool statistic. You know, obviously, like, we love to see women accomplishing. Um, But, like, kudos to the men out there, too. Like, these are the best athletes in the whole world. So, like, even with the events that, like, rhythmic gymnastics, where I was, like, not really my thing. But, like, it's cool to watch and, like, it it shows me at least, like, there's so many different things out there than, like, the ones that we see most often. Gymnastics, track and field, swimming. Mm-hmm. So, so cool. I love the Olympics. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. And also, it just, like, like, yeah, like you said, they are the best mm-hmm. in the world. And these people work so hard for it. And so, it's really cool to see them achieve their dreams. And also... Um, the commercials during the Olympics, it shows like a lot of their yeah, stories. it does. I love that. And those. they're so inspiring. It's like these people come from the same 
um, they have like similar backstories, like to anyone. I'm sure that you could find one athlete that could somewhat relate to you Yeah. in the Olympics and the Paralympics. Like it's just really cool because they're regular people and they just work hard to achieve what they want to achieve. So we can all do that too in different ways because we all have different dreams. Yeah. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Paralympics is coming up. I think it starts um, August 24th or the 28th, but it's coming up at the end of this month. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to watch that. Actually, fun fact about that. Um, my school that I'm transferring from, um, BYU, Idaho, there is a student competing in the Paralympics. No way. What event? She's, it's either track or swimming and she's legally blind. Oh my gosh. How does she do that? I don't know. There was an article. Yeah. There was an article about her and I'll have to, I'm sure that they'll highlight her more because that's a big deal. My old school was like tiny. So it's a big deal to have someone from school go to the Paralympics um, so I'm sure they'll do like some feature on her and we can talk about it um, oh my maybe at the beginning of the next episode. Yeah, really cool. It was like, it was awesome because I saw it on like our school news and I've never seen her before, but how crazy, like even though she's legally blind, like she's still That's a better runner than me. Like she could have yeah. totally turned that into like ruining her life, you know, using it mm-hmm. as an excuse to just not accomplish anything or you know like move on with life but that's really really cool I'm definitely gonna watch (laughs) I know I'll have to figure out what her name is so that we can definitely yeah yeah and come to think of it I don't think I've ever watched the Paralympics and like I'm psyched for Mm -hmm. it this year but that makes me so sad Mm -hmm. like they're the best athletes in the world too and like they're doing it with disabilities so cool yeah wow I know that's so awesome yeah well I um, we'll have to talk a little bit about um, some of the athletes and Definitely. their inspiring stories because that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, we have a connection to an Olympian and we've kind of touched on it in previous mm-hmm. episodes, um, but she's on the U.S. women's volleyball team who took gold and her name's Jordan Poulter. Yes. She is an alumni of the high school that we are as well. And um, one of our sisters is actually there. She's going to school there right now and she plays volleyball Mm -hmm. and she's on varsity. And Mm -hmm. so Jordan visited yesterday and um, Sadie said that she answered questions for so long. Like this is all her own time, you know, like she answered questions. She passed around her gold medal. They got to hold it. They Mm -hmm. took pictures like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I, I wish I would have been there. So um, there's like a back to school event kind of next Friday that they put on and it's where all the fall, um, sports, it's like their first scrimmages and games. And she said she was going to try and go. So I sure hope she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I was her and I'm sure that she'll wear her oh, gold yeah. medal, but if I was her, I would be wearing that oh, gold yeah. medal at that <laughs> event. And it's cool because like we were just talking about, like these people, have normal lives yeah, and they exactly. come from like similar backgrounds. Yeah. Like Jordan came, she went to the same high school as us. Like um, her dad was our health teacher. Like, yes, like, exactly. Like it really puts it into perspective that like, and Sadie said, she even said this, like literally just like hard work and determination can get you so far. 
And so she was mm-hmm. a senior when I was a freshman. So, and I played volleyball too. So like we were in the same volleyball program. I never really talked to her or anything, but like I know her <laughs> and her sister was yeah. a grade younger than me and one older than you. She graduated with oh, me in okay. 2019. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Yeah. But that's just so cool. Mm-hmm. So that's very awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and um, our sister, she got to hold yeah, her yeah. gold medal, and she said it was heavy. <laughs> so that's really cool. She got to hold an actual gold medal. Oh, I know. I told her. I was like, not many people can say that. That's so cool. Amazing. Yeah, so cool. What a good opportunity to talk to, because our sister, she's mm-hmm. a setter, and Jordan yes. was a setter on the team, yep. and so she got to talk to the best setter yeah. in the world who plays her same position. So like, it's just really cool. So cool. Yeah. I watched that game. I watched like as much of the volleyball as I can. Cause I love it. And I literally cried when they won. <laughs> it's like, Oh my gosh. Really? Well, that was the first time that USA women's volleyball has won gold in volleyball. So mm-hmm. they literally made history. That's so awesome. I, I didn't, I think, when did it end? Was it, did um, they win last week? A week and a half ago, I think. I don't okay. know. It's been a blur. Because I think I might have been in Florida when they won because I was, like, sitting there on my phone. And I was like, oh, they won. But then I didn't realize that, like, they were – I didn't realize it was over and they won gold <laughs> at first. And so I was like, oh, oh cool. But now I'm like, oh, they actually, yeah. like, won one. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. So cool. Well, this was a super short little episode, but we just wanted to quickly – highlight a little bit of history with women in the Olympics and there's so much more that we can dive into and um we were talking about possibly doing like we did with Dr. Corbett a full episode feminist highlight um maybe just highlighting a female athlete and doing a full episode Mm -hmm. on her so if you guys have any suggestions for someone you want us to highlight we'll put a poll in the story and highlight her and Yeah, that's what we have for today. So cool. Well, we'll be back next week with episode 21. So we'll see you then. And as always, follow us on Instagram at Real Talk About Feminism. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye.